Hello, and welcome to Profi and Progress. I'm your host, Ashley Cattell. Today, we have a really special guest, Crystal. Crystal is a teacher for pre-K through third grade. She's a boy mom, and she's exactly five months post-op today and down 83 pounds total. Today, we will be talking about her journey and what lessons she has learned as a post-op patient. Crystal, thank you so much for joining me. And as a busy boy mom, I appreciate having your boys here too. So tell us a little bit about the pre-op process for you. What did you learn along the way? Um, process was pretty simple. Um, I started my process in May of 2020. Um, I had to do three visits, three nutrition visits for my insurance. Um, I, I wasn't supposed to gain any weight during the process. So I did one a visit each month. Um, so it was three months, but uh, I, from May to August, I gained weight. Uh, fun. So at the like at the very last like part, I think it was like I had my last appointment. I think it was like July twenty fourth or something like that. I think it was, and then I had I was up like I think like four or five pounds. So they told me, oh, you have to lose those four or five pounds by August 4th. And I was like, what? And it, mind you, it was like, I had like two weeks till August 4th. And they was like, if you don't lose this weight, your insurance might not approve you because you can't gain any weight over the process. And then I'm like, okay. But I had a really cool team at um, Penn Bariatrics. And she was like, everything was done virtual. Like all my appointments was done virtual. But that appointment on August 4th, I had to go in to get weighed in to make sure I was, no, not that appointment. So that I had an appointment with the um, August 4th. So I had to be under 306. So I did get under 306 that appointment. And then she told me when I came in, I think August, I think, I think it was pre-op, I have to be that weight. And I had my surgery at um, September 23rd. So she was like, when I come back. So basically she was like, when you come back on September 22nd, you have to be whatever weight you tell me you are today. Oh, and I was just like, oh, okay. So it gave me a little bit more wiggle room. So I, I got down to about, I think, right before like for that visit I think I got down to like 306 I think I was 312 because when I started the whole process I was about 306 in May and then when I did my last visit I was 312 and then pre that visit I got down to 306 and then for my pre-op the September 22nd I was um no, I think I had a visit in between that somewhere. I can't even remember. But for my pre-op, when I went in the day before surgery, I was 304. And I did the pre-op diet. But in between that time from, I didn't have the liquid pre-op diet. I had just a thousand calorie diet. Eat whatever really? you want. Yes. <laughs> Eat whatever you want. As long as it's not under, as long as it does, you don't go over a thousand calories. Eat whatever you want. Just stay at a thousand calories. So I, 
I I tried my best to stay under a thousand calories. Did I stay under every day? No, I probably didn't. And then the night before surgery, I had like a you know like a really big meal. Like I think I had like pizza. And then the day of surgery, um, I was three hundred and twelve pounds. <laughs> So I don't even know. So go figure. But yeah, so that was the pre-op process. I did. I had to do the psych. I did the psych. Um, I I had sleep apnea, so I had to get cleared by um a, a sleep doctor. Had to get. I had um prior to surgery, I had high blood pressure. That I had it after I had my son, my second son. So I had high blood pressure from that, and I. I was on medicine for that. So I had to see a cardiologist. Um, I did have to do the upper endoscopy. Um, I did that. It came back. I had mild reflux, which I didn't even know I had. I think I had like, thought it was just like regular reflux. But yeah, I had that. Um, let's see what else. Yeah, so I had to do all the blood work. I was, I had low vitamin D. I was pre-diabetic when I did it. Um, when I did the pre-op blood work, um, yeah, and it was, it was pretty simple, straightforward. I started May 14th and I had surgery September 23rd. So you kind of have a unique perspective as going through insurance. Did you ever have any doubts or any concerns that it wasn't going to go through? Did it, was it smooth sailing? How did that go? Um, my insurance is um, pretty good. Uh, I never had like, I know like um, my husband works for the state. So, and a lot of his people that he worked with has had the surgery done and so I didn't never had a doubt like my insurance pays for like they'll pay for anything. <laughs> no, you're over here. You've got insurance coverage. You didn't have to drink protein shakes. Like you're over here yeah. living the life. <laughs> and before before I came to this process of having surgery in 2017, when my blood pressure was hot, sky high, I could not get my blood pressure under control, was seeing a cardiologist, nobody could get my blood pressure under control until they added another medicine. And then I started like, you know, diet, exercise, my blood pressure would not go down. It would not go down. And then, so I've always been kind of like, aware of how I was eating ever since I was like younger about my nutrition what I was eating um so a lot of the things that I went through pre-op I was pretty like you know I knew about counting calories I if, but from 2017 to 2019 when I went back to work full-time I was in the gym all the time five to six seven days a week and I lost 40 pounds in that time going to the gym every day and then afterwards once I started back working full-time I gained that weight back and then some and um I think this time like during the the pre-op phase I don't think I think like after the surgery I started like you know getting into more of like eating and not just eating but all the mental part like reading 
books about my mindset and um you know about trying to change that because I was like look this is it this is it <laughs> like you know how we all just be like this is it okay honey you you have you have just pulled the because the, the, I've always thought about having surgery and my husband be like yeah just go ahead and do it and I'd be like no and I'd be like but then I was like so I really started like digging into like more like you know my thought process my thought process around food and being mindful about what I'm eating because between um March when I when when we shut down in March I am a teacher I stayed home from March to I went back to work in August July August and I was just like putting anything in my mouth, like, like no regards, just eating things, just eating things. And it was just like, if I wanted two of two Rice Krispie treats, I would eat two, two Rice Krispie treats. Like, why not? Like I'm home. Like it's nothing better to do. If I want to, you know, drink a bottle of wine, like it was just like, like when I went through that part, I was just like, afterwards after the surgery and now how mindful I am about what I'm putting into my body and how is it fueling me what nutrients is it giving me how is it going to make me feel it's a complete 360 like even before like when I worked out or did whatever I've done weight watches I never really thought about the aspects of what I'm eating and what is it doing for me I'm just eating just because I feel like okay I want to eat like and that those months from March to till when I had surgery I just was like putting anything in my mouth like it did not matter what it was I didn't care I was just eating stuff and I was just like then afterwards, and even after surgery, um, the two-week liquids after surgery, I don't know if we could curse on here or not, but I'm not going to. <laughs> that snap, that, that got me into shape real quick. That two-week after, like, I don't know how people do two weeks before liquid and two weeks after. I don't know hats off to all of you who've done that but that two weeks like every time when I want to eat something or I think I'm hungry when I'm not really hungry the head hunger I say to myself girl you drank liquids for two weeks and you, <laughs> you survived <laughs> and I survived so I'm gonna be all right if I don't have that donut sitting there if I don't have that piece of candy I'm going to be okay because I drank liquid for two weeks. I went to a party where everybody was eating and drinking. And I sat there with a bottle of water and a protein shake that I can't, I don't like any protein, many ready-made proteins. I don't like any of them, but I always like, when I think about how bad I want to eat something, I think about that two weeks. And I tell you that two weeks got me to, oh, it got me together. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but I think about you had to you had to drink liquids for two weeks. Like, mm -hmm. why would you go and like? Of course, I do. You know, have things here and there, but that two week liquid phase, I'm telling you, it was just like it was so it was hard. That was probably my hardest part because I have two boys. 
my husband and they were eating and drinking and you know just and I'm just sitting there like mad because like why why would I be you know not mad because everybody's eating everybody's drinking so when it was dinner time I would come upstairs and just go to sleep I got the best sleep those two weeks but not working that part that 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 got me together and I didn't cheat I don't know I was so scared like I'll be making my kids like macaroni and cheese and like grilled cheese sandwiches and it was to the point where I just want to lick it like (laughs) it was just so bad it was so bad and I'd be like and sometimes when I'm you know like thinking about I'm like that's two weeks boy that two weeks. Huh. You can get through that two weeks. You can get through anything for sure. <laughs> I know. So you talked a little bit about your mindset shift during this journey. Can you elaborate more on like what has changed for you in your mindful eating and kind of talk about that a little more? The part where I like, because you know how everybody keeps saying, oh, it's your mindset. It's your mindset. It's your mindset. It's like the, the mantra. And it's just like, and I used to be like, what the heck do they mean? Like, what do they mean? Like, I'm sitting here, like I, I read bariatric mindset and I'm waiting for the answer to be like, ah, how do you change your mindset? Like, no, tell me the answer. And this is like, it's no definitive answer. And I'm just, so I just started to think, like really think about food and think about what I'm eating and think about why I'm eating it what is it making me feel what am I feeling when I'm going to eat this meal especially if I know I ha- I've had like breakfast and I've had dinner and I know I had I met my protein at that meal and I plan my meals I tr- I track my meals I do track my calories because that's what they tell me to do at my um the center, the bariatric center that I went, that I had surgery at, they tell me, okay, you need to eat this amount of calories and this amount of calories to get the most out of your surgery. So I do track my calories, but excuse me, I made it to the point where it's just like, I had, even after I had to like sit down and think, okay, how can I plan this out so I can make it work? Like, how can I eat 800 calories and make it work? Because I still get hungry. I got hungry after surgery. I was hungry during the two-week liquid phase. I still get hungry. I don't know. And I, sometimes I'm just like, so I still get hungry. Um, So I like every morning and I made it a, a, like a point for myself every morning. I work out. I get up. I sit in quiet. Like I get up at 4.30 in the morning. I sit and I think about I have this to eat in my house. I have this to What do I feel like eating today? Like, what do I really want to eat today? And I sit there for like 15, 20 minutes. This, my house is dead quiet. And it's just a time for myself. And my and I think about, okay, what do I really want to eat today? How, how am I feeling? I check in with myself and I say, do I want to have a cookie today? And do I want to eat this today? So I, I think about it and I'm like, and I, and I really think about, you know, okay, what am I going to eat today? How is this going to make me feel? And I plan, okay, I have 1,200 calories or 1,000 calories or whatever. And I write it down. I jot it down. And I say, okay, this is what I'm going to have today. 
and I do that and um and I so I jot it down and I think sometimes most of the times I stick to what I write down as far as what I'm gonna eat but I'm and I try not like I was always like a grazer like grazing on things throughout the day and I know that's not something that I want to do so if it's something that I thought about grazing on yesterday I might come back it come back to it the next day and say oh I really wanted to eat some tortilla chips yesterday well I didn't have it yesterday because I didn't plan for it yesterday but today is a new day let me see if I can fit it in somewhere with my snack and pair it with a protein and you know try to make it you know where as it's still not healthy, but as it still like can meet my protein or whatever kind of goal I'm trying to meet. Maybe it might not be protein. Maybe I might need more fiber that day. I don't know. So I, I think back on those things and I'm just, I try to like plan for it. And I just like making these habits, like consistently doing this every day. Like I've done this. So I had surgery September 23rd. I didn't, I started working out like the first week in November. And from that week, I just started like doing that like every day, every day. So every single day since November, I get up and I plan. And I noticed how, cause before, like I was just like, okay, I ate this, I ate that, I ate this. I wasn't really thinking about what I was going to eat. And that wasn't like really working. Like I noticed when I do that, I eat more. So I had to like sit down and think, okay, how can I make this work for me? How can I get the most out of surgery in these couple, these first couple months and still, you know, meet my macros or protein or whatever goal I'm trying to meet. And I just, whenever I'm going to snack on something, I have to stop myself because it's just like that habit that especially the months prior to surgery, like just putting anything in my mouth. Like I was catching myself like after surgery, just like wanting to like mindlessly pick up this and just eat it. And I had to stop myself like, no, you shouldn't do that. Like if you're going to eat it, eat it. Like don't just keep, just keep picking at it, picking at it. So sometimes I would even like get snack bags and like put and measure them out so far as that is that I feel like I'm going all off topic of the question <laughs> no no I you answered my question I wanted to hear about uh, your journey after and and what you've learned along the way and you you really kind of honed in on what I was looking for which is that it is there's a lot of emotional components and you've seemed to have really honed in on like what triggers you to eat and how can you keep that from happening by being mindful and saying, this is what I'm going to eat today. And you don't restrict yourself. You say, okay, well, I didn't get tortilla chips yesterday because it wasn't in the cards, but today we're going to make room for it. So I think that you've really mastered that. And that's exactly what I wanted to hear because, you know, I wasn't ready for all of that. I was like, this is going to be easy. I'm going to lose all this weight. And, and then I was like, why the heck am I in the kitchen right now? I do not need to be here. And so I had to figure out what brought me here and until mm -hmm. then like nothing was going to work so it wasn't until I was I had to address my emotional eating and figure out what worked for me and it's the same thing I track everything in the morning before I eat and so I'm like there's no reason to be in the kitchen because it's not time yet for that 
Um, and so I'm able to separate myself and, and even like, I've discovered I can't have popcorn in the house. It's just a thing. I've learned that I can't trust myself. So it's out of the house. Um, so, you know, everyone has their own unique perspective on how they handle it because they, they prepare you for the physical changes for sure. You do the psych evaluation and then your mind and your body are at a crossroads because mm-hmm. you want to eat the way that you're used to eating and you just yep. can't do it anymore. So no, I, I appreciate your candor. And I think that you have a lot of great insight. One of the things I was focused on today is gaining while losing. So you've lost a lot of weight, but what have you gained over these last five months? Oh my gosh. I feel like I've gained so many things. One, I feel like I've gained my health back probably not I'm not exactly where I want to be I'm off my blood pressure medicine um that's a gain right now I'm not using a CPAP that's a gain (laughs) so I'm like I I do have to I have they want me to do another sleep study um just my energy time for myself that I wasn't taking prior prior to having surgery um self-care is a big one I've learned to take care of myself like really really take care of myself like as far as it goes as far as eating goes everything like I've learned that I've gained that it's really been a like eye opener like to like so many things and you think oh yeah I'm gonna get surgery I'm gonna look you know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look good or you know but it's just been for me it's been so much more more than like you know looking good or yeah that's it, it's, a, it's a perk that we all like <laughs> but <laughs> it's so much more that has happened then besides just the way I look because it's my health I'm able to like play with my kids crawl on the floor like one day I was in um Macy's just shopping and like I'm like kneeling down on the floor like effortlessly like looking at the clearance rack at bras just kneeling on the floor and then I said who is this person (laughs) and then I'm like I didn't even like real. And then sometimes I just don't even realize like how hard that would have been for me before. Like I couldn't kneel down in the middle of a store on the floor, looking at bras. I would never, I wouldn't even want to bend over to look <laughs> to get the bra. I <laughs> like, but I was sitting there and then I got up, I'm like, who's this person? And I'm just taking my time scanning. I wouldn't, that's something that I would have never done before. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's too much time. I'm gonna have to keep bending over, getting back up. My back is going to hurt. No, I'm not doing that. I don't now I'm just like, you know, it's just things that you can do before. And you didn't realize how much I, well, at least for me, I didn't realize how much the weight was affecting me. Like physically and when I decided to get the surgery I really thought about where my health was at I was like I'm 35 years old so I'm just really you know thinking about the things that has happened over 
the last couple of months. And it's, it, it shocks me so much because a lot of the time when I was like looking into getting surgery and hearing people say, oh yeah, my life is so different, blah, 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 blah. And I'm be like, it can't be that much different. But it really is. And I, sometimes I'd be like, it sounds so generic, but it really is. It really has changed my life. It's like, I like, I don't like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I look good. Like, I don't like loose skin. I don't even care. <laughs> like, loose skin. I'd be like, people, like, when people ask about the loose skin, I'd be like, look, I will take that loose skin. Skin. I don't even it's like I am so happy to have loose skin I don't <laughs> like how I feel about myself I'm just so happy to have if that's just it if it's loose skin <laughs> I'd rather have that than have a blood pressure 100 over just these crazy blood pressures like you know sleeping on the CPAP I will take that loose skin and I will rock it and I will wear it because it's just like is it doesn't like that is wasn't you know an issue for me but I know a lot of people you know oh my gosh you had surgery do you have loose skin and I'm like yeah I got loose skin girl I was 300 pounds <laughs> but it did it was never it was never they was like oh I remember what my sister's like you can lose your hair you're gonna be throwing up all the time and I was just like it has been so many more benefits than cons like for me and what it has done for my life and how much I have gained. I feel like I just can't wait till the summertime so I can garden and just be outside with my kids riding a bike. Last summer when I got on a bike, I was like, I couldn't do it. I, my son wanted me to ride the bike with him and I was like oh this is why it has to end and I could not ride the bike I could not like I rode like probably like down because I live on a cul-de-sac so I probably rode down the cul-de-sac and it's a hill and I had to walk the bike back up and the other day in the middle of winter 30 degrees outside me and my son rode on a bike for three and a half miles and I'm like who is this like <laughs> So it's just like, what have I gained? I've gained everything. I've gained everything. I've gained so much. So when I think about that, it's like. <sighs> You've gained control back of your life. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> it's so much. I will do it 10 times. I will do it again and again. <laughs> because being able to get on that bike and do that three miles when I couldn't in the summertime I could not ride and he wanted me to ride with him and I couldn't do it but being able to get out there in 35 degree weather and do it I don't know what else to say Hello, and welcome back to Profi and Progress. I'm your host, Ashley Cattell. I'm still like in awe about what Crystal just shared with us. So Crystal, thank you again for joining me today. I'm so happy that you did. When she was with me earlier, I asked about what she had gained during this process, and I wanted to take some time to elaborate on that. I think it's really easy to focus on the negative, 
what I can't have or what I can no longer enjoy. I'll admit I spend more time than I think is normal thinking about Diet Coke and carbonation in general. What would I give for just a sip? But as we know, it wouldn't just be a sip, would it? One of the young women in my Weight Watchers meeting said something really profound the other day. She talked about how instead of thinking about what I can't have, think about what I stand to gain if I don't indulge. So instead of thinking, boo, I can't have Diet Coke, my mindset would now be, my pouch and my body will be healthier in the long run without it. It takes away the negativity with depravity. I haven't lost Diet Coke. I've gained the willpower and strength to pick something else. Can you tell Profi is my new vice? I've always been a coffee drinker, but given the choice between coffee and a Diet Coke, Diet Coke wins by a landslide. But instead of giving in, I made the choice to get my caffeine elsewhere. In her example, it was about not being able to indulge in a dessert. But then she thought to herself, what would I look and feel like in six months if I choose to continue to make healthy choices? It's all about instant versus delayed gratification. I'm all about indulging occasionally, but sometimes occasionally can slip into an all-the-time thing. So my rationale is just to stay away from things that tempt me. At this point in time, I've lost almost 80 pounds. It's so easy to get wrapped up in the number and think about what I've lost or what I need to lose. But after talking to Crystal, I reflected on what else have I gained? Willpower. Determination. Strength. I've gained a new confidence in a banging wardrobe. I'm able to share myself with the world in a way that I couldn't before. My size has always held me back from being who I want to be. I still have a long way to go, but for the first time, it doesn't seem so unattainable. I'm not where I want to be, but I see the progress each week. So I spend less time thinking about how I'm going to make my goals happen because the gears are already in motion. So I get to spend my time enjoying myself, exploring who I am, and becoming comfortable with the person I see. I'm almost 30, and I feel like I'm just now figuring out who I am. And so far, she seems pretty cool. So if you're on a journey similar to mine, I want you to sit back and ask yourself, what have you gained through this journey? Seeing the weight go down can be elating on its own, but I can guarantee whether you realize it or not, there's another area of your life that's changing for the better too. Figure out what that is and nurture it. Celebrate the wins the same way you do when you get on the scale. Personal development is just as, if not, more important. We have to be at peace with who we are as a person. And with this journey, I've been able to embrace it. So that's all I have for you today. I want to thank Crystal again for joining me. And I want to thank my listeners and subscribers for supporting me throughout this journey. Want to be featured in a future episode of Profi in Progress? Reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram or click the link in my bios to book an interview call.